Bitch Inner Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jacari, naturopathic doctor turned speaker, writer, and intuitive empowerment coach. Each week, I bring you inspiring stories, people, and messages to help you lean into loving your emotions, transforming your relationship with yourself and others, and giving you the clarity you need to create a life you love. Hi friends, welcome back to another Monday Nugget. Today I want to talk to you about the Mercury retrograde and I know it gets a lot of like shit where it's like, oh my god, my computer's not working, my fridge is broken, my you know, washer and dryer aren't functioning properly, I lost all my files for work and now like I don't know what to do and it's Mercury retrograde's fault. It's like that's the typical way that people think about Mercury retrograde. And now this stuff is true. Um, There is an uptick in electronics malfunctioning during Mercury retrograde, but it's not actually because of the planet. It's because of the energy and the way that we are working in our lives. And so what do I mean by this? Mercury retrograde is actually for our highest good. And so what that means is Mercury is the planet of communication. And Mercury in our in our natal charts, we each have a chart in which it can be cast based on the exact moment and place that we were born. And what this means is it's kind of like our blueprint for our life of like what we are here to do, to learn, and to evolve into. And Mercury rules the aspect of our chart that governs our communication. And so communication, just think about like all the different ways that you have communicated in your life, right? It's constantly evolving. And I'm sure like, I'm sure that just right now, you can think of situations where you're not communicating effectively still as an adult. I mean, I have this all the time. I'm think I'm I'm constantly re like rethinking and reimagining ways that I could have explained things differently or better or yada yada yada. It's like I'm I'm always refining the way that I am communicating. And I think a lot of people are doing the same whether they're conscious of it or not. We do want to be heard in a specific way because that's the way in which we need. And so when we're not being heard in that way, it's like we need to refine our communication skills then because no one can read our minds, right? So since Mercury rules this part of our chart and kind of helps us along, it's like it's the energy of helping us develop these communication skills, And when it goes retrograde, what's actually happening is the planet is not moving backwards, but rather the way in which we can see it from Earth, it appears as if it's moving backwards. It's like an optical illusion. And so during these times of Mercury retrograde, it's almost like we've gone forward in time and we've experienced a certain flavor of energy in our communication skills. And so when we're going retrograde, we're going backwards over that same energy 
and learning a lot of a lot of the things that we've kind of gone through the past couple months we're now going back over that energetically with mercury and we're learning where things aren't congruent where things aren't harmonized where things are sticky where our communication skills are not up to par that's what we're being shown during a mercury retrograde we're just going back over that energy and we're learning the lessons as it's going backwards and then as we go forward through that energy again it's like we get a do-over we get like a do-over with this energy where when Mercury's stations direct again, which means it's just, it appears as if it's going forward again, what's happening during that time is that we're now implementing what we learned during the retrograde. So the retrograde is all about learning and refining and experimenting and implementing and doing like a trial and error of implementation. And then once it moves direct again, we should have a lot we should have a lot more confidence around our communication style. This is the function of a Mercury retrograde. The function of a Mercury retrograde is not for shit to go to hell and, you know, all this technology stuff to break. That's not the function of it, but it is a symptom because when we are not paying attention to the ways in which we are being refined, like in which we're being asked to refine, when we're not paying attention to that stuff, the universe has to give us kind of a, a shakeup, kind of like, hey, freaking pay attention here. There's something that you're missing. There's something that you're not seeing. So I have to kind of do something in order to prompt you to learn these lessons. You know, and in the lessons that we're meant to learn, they don't come in uh, like direct message ways, right? It's like if you pray for something, uh, I, I actually want to say this quote. I love this quote. It's like when you pray to God and ask him to give you patience, what he's actually going to give you is a line at the bank, right? It's like, it's like whatever you're praying for, whatever you're asking for, is not going to come on a silver platter and you'll just be told that this is what it is. That's, that's not the way that learning lessons work. The way it works is through trial, error, implementation, hardship. That's the way that it works. Like you have to actually take the action and in taking the action, you're able to take a mental knowing and embody it and make it be an embodied knowing. There's a difference between the two. I just want to be really clear that Mercury retrograde is not this awful time where it's like, oh my God, like don't turn on the computer, be very careful with all the electronics. Like it doesn't have to be that. And and actually it's like if it if things are happening kind of use that and just tap in and be like, okay, like, is there something here that I'm not seeing? And it's not to place any sort of blame, shame, or judgment on yourself. That's not the, the point of this. The point is using different universal signs and clues to tap into yourself because ultimately everything that's happening for us is for our highest good. And now a lot of people will be met, like that can trigger a lot of people because a lot of horrible and awful things happen in the world. 
I totally see and I understand that. And sometimes really hard, bad things have to happen so that people learn from those experiences. Like if everything was just totally fine and great and everyone was growing and happy and joyful all of the time, if that was the case, people would, would stop evolving. People would stop growing because it's in the uncomfortable situations that growth occurs, right? So I want to share a story of my Mercury retrograde experience uh, during this Mercury retrograde. Actually, this just happened uh, a week or so ago. And all of us, is we're all going to have a different experience with the Mercury retrograde based on the way that it is affecting each of our individual charts. So that chart that I mentioned earlier that gets cast when you are born, um, that is kind of like a blueprint for your life. It's called a natal chart. And you can find one at astro.cafeastrology.com. And they'll actually break it down and kind of give you a mini chart reading if you if you do that. And I think it's all it's all for free. And all you'll need is your birth time, date, and place. So my experience with this Mercury retrograde, because this Mercury is opposing my sun. And so Basically, I'm having an awareness around my own ego and my own ego getting into the way of um, either communicating effectively or not communicating effectively. And so what happened was there's a group of us girls that kind of get together and, and talk about like more personal development stuff. And one of the girls was just like, inconsiderate of another one one week and I said something in the moment and I just felt like um I don't know I just felt as if maybe like all the ownership wasn't fully taken by that person and so then a week later this person had like texted me something to which made me feel even more that the responsibility wasn't fully taken there and it just felt it just felt like sticky it felt unharmonized and the other thing about this person is that she's a very personal development driven woman and she wants to know her blind sides she wants to understand and see things like she wants to be told when something is not like coherent I guess you could say and so knowing that I was like you know what like this just doesn't feel right for me. And so I'm going to say something. Like normally I probably wouldn't have said something, which is probably what Mercury is trying to get me to do, is trying to get me to be more just radically transparent and honest and and just say exactly what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking and bring um, bring healing to this those situations, right? Because it's like when we're not – actually using our voice and sharing and saying we're not being we're, we're not healing those right we're like stuffing it down but I have a really hard time with that with friends uh with my partner Ryan it's it's easy for me to open up and share with him whatever it is or with my family it's easy for me to open up and share whatever it is most of the time but with friends, I, I have a friend wound and I can do a whole episode on my friend wound. I think a lot of women have friend wounds. 
But with friends, it's like I don't know fully. I I, I actually want to edit here without editing. Um, it's cert like with newer friends, like with there's friends that I have that I can just be so direct and honest and transparent with, and they will receive me. And know that it's, like, I'm not meaning ill will by whatever I'm saying. It's, like, they're able to receive what I have to say because they know that I'm coming from my heart. And the thing is, is that this this friend, it's, like, she's kind of a newer friend. And we had never, I had never had to confront her about something like this before. Like, this is the first time that our friendship has had something like this happen. And so I was like, you know, like she's she's wanting to she's on the growth path. Like she wants to be made aware of when things are not congruent. So let's just say something. But instead of being direct and just saying like, "Hey, you know, I'm seeing this. Like this is my experience of it. This is the way that I'm feeling about it. Like what do you think?" Instead of saying that, I'm like, "Hey, I think that something just doesn't feels a little bit off here and maybe you should check in with yourself and see like you know what what's here what's available for you because I think that there's just something missing like there's something off here. And she did not like my text about that because I was trying I was like beating around the bush. I wasn't being direct. I was being very vague and basically being like I know something that you don't know like that's the way that she interpreted it and so she came back to that text with like this huge long thing about like like validating herself and and defending herself and saying all these things which kind of triggered me because I have had a friend in the past that would just send me like books on text and like I'm not one of those people that like, if you're going to send me a really long-ass text, let's just talk on the phone. Like, I, I don't do the whole really long text, really long text. Re- like, I just, I don't do it. And it honestly, it just gives me anxiety when people do that to me because it just doesn't feel, it just doesn't feel genuine and good either. Like, it's just like, I felt like I was being like squeezed like a tube of toothpaste where it was like, how could you say this to me? Oh my gosh, like this is what I meant. This is what I meant. And I, at the time I was just like, oh man, like I'm being triggered right now. And it was almost in my response to her text that I was like, whoa, like my ego is involved here. I am involved here because this feels so sticky and yucky and I don't understand what's happening right now and this also is very similar to situations that I've had in my past and so I was like okay this is a pattern this is a theme and I'm attracting it to my life like what am I what is my role here and so I basically took I it got to the point in the conversation we only went back and forth a few times and I was like look something's really sticky and I need to check in and figure out what my responsibility is in this conversation and then we can reconnect tomorrow if you know if tomorrow I have clarity and so we just like parted our way you know stopped talking and the next day I just kind of was thinking about it in the back of my mind like I had a lot of other stuff going on and this is another big thing and uh, a, a way that I have evolved. I used to let situations like this kind of 
like take over so much of my energy where internally I'm just like thinking over and over and over and I'm putting a lot of energy towards it. But this time I was like, no, like the answer will come to me when it, it is meant to and I'll take some time out to purposefully dedicate to figuring out what my role in this situation was because I was busy. I had a lot of stuff going on. So I just went about my day, kept doing my work, doing my stuff. And then I sat in meditation and I just asked, I was like, you know, what, where did things kind of go wrong here? Like, what, what was my role? What did I do? And the answer that came back to me was she needs directness. So much of her life, she hasn't been told the answer and she's always questioned why, like, what am I not seeing? And so when you make her feel like she's not seeing something and when you make her feel like she's out of the loop somehow, that triggers her. Like that is a wound for her. So what you need to do, like you don't need to coddle that wound. You don't need to, you know, fix it for her. But what you do need to do is give her what she needs and what she needs is for you to be direct in what you're saying to her. And it just like hit me and it was like, no shit. Of course, of course that's what I needed to do. And so we had had a call scheduled actually. And so uh, we jump on the call and I've, I'm the one who started out first. I was like, hey, look, like I get it. I get why, you know, you felt the way that you did and this is the way that I'm seeing it. And, um, you know, I'm really sorry that I wasn't just direct with you, but I felt really scared to be direct with you because we haven't been in a confrontation sort of situation in our friendship before. And so I just, I was scared. Like I didn't, I had a direct text like typed out to you, but I was scared to send it because I didn't really know how you were going to receive it. And I kind of did this roundabout way just because I thought that, you know, if I gave you this, that you could, you know, do your thing, set in meditation and get the answer yourself without me having to like directly tell you, which I get that in me, the delivering, it just really set you up and like triggered you. And she was like, she was like, yeah, you know, that's exactly it. That's exactly the way that I felt. And I felt like I was telling you all of the pieces that I was seeing. And, and remember, I was I was taking that that she was like validating herself and defending herself which like in the moment like further quote-unquote proved my point because I I do feel as though when people um, are super defensive and like validating themselves that's kind of a way of showing that there's still something unhealed and un unhealed there which is was true in this case but it was something about it, it was something totally different it was something that she, as a child, like has always felt like she doesn't understand or doesn't have all of the answers and doesn't have all the pieces to put it together. And so when she feels like she's missing something, she's really frustrated, which is totally valid, right? But anyway, I, we both were just radically honest and transparent about the way that we felt about each other's um, part each other's role in this situation and we ended up having just a beautiful conversation where it was like you know this is so nice to be able to talk to a friend through conflict 
like in being upset and being able to figure it out together. Like this is beautiful. And, you know, that situation could have gone a million different ways. Right. And I think that the most important thing that I realized is that I was the one that started the entire freaking cascade. And normally I'm the one putting out the fires, or at least that's the way that I like to think about it. Um, but Mercury wanted wanted my ego to be like, hey, look, you're not freaking perfect all the time. And you're the one that actually sets up a lot of this shit. And so thinking back to previous experiences I've had with situations like this, it's like, you know, I've really realized that there's there's the words that you say, and then there's the energy behind the words that you say. And so this is really important. So if you are setting a boundary with someone, or if you're having to confront someone and say something, and you construct up the most perfect thing for you to say on paper, it sounds and looks incredible. It looks like it's going to be totally benign and everything's going to be cool and good. But the energy that you have behind those words is just like you're pissed off. It's chaotic. It's like it's it's coming from a wound. So, you know, there it's just like heavy. It's dense energy behind these words. So these words seem perfect. But then when you deliver the words and the other person does not receive them well, it's because of the energy behind the words. And so you have to be so honest with yourself and to really get clear about why am I setting this boundary? Why do I feel as though this is what I have to do? And then really question, you know, is there another way that I could be looking at this situation? Is there a different perspective here that I actually am missing? Because just like with this situation that I just shared, I was completely missing the fact that one of her greatest wounds is something that I was, I was directly hitting. And that's not to say, you know, you don't need to walk around and think about everyone's wounds and like how to like not trigger them or something like, no, don't do that. That is codependency. Codependency is when you are actively trying to manage another person's emotions. That is not what I mean by this. But what I do mean is that when you're in having a conversation with someone and when you are communicating with other people, you have to take into account the way that they are receiving you. It plays a huge role. And so, you know, I, I, I am thankful that I at least did think about that the next day after the situation happened. I thought about it and I was like, holy shit, like that's why we had such conflict. But if I wouldn't have thought about it and if that wouldn't have come to me, I still would have been like, dude, you didn't do this and you need to do this. You know, it's like I would have been placing all of my own expectation and judgment of what needed to happen and what should have happened onto that situation when really it was all just kind of miscommunication and we were all, everyone involved was like placing different meaning on different things and so it just got to be this huge jumbled up mess but when it all comes down to it it's like 
we each are living in our own little worlds, making things mean different things, and we're trying to communicate with each other. And so when someone that you're having a conversation with and you're saying these very direct benign things, but they're getting upset with you, that shows that there's also something that you are not seeing and there's an energy behind you that, you're, that you have to take responsibility for yourself. And this, I mean, I think that this is kind of hard for me to teach via podcast, but, um, you know, actually, if there is a desire for me to talk more about this, email me because I'll put together a class. That would be really fun. I really enjoy topics like this, especially because Mercury Retrograde is refining my communication skills. So I've been having some interesting experiences and I've been learning a ton. And I think that's the greatest thing is that you know, I think a lot of people on the personal development path, like you get to this space where where you can clearly see and read people like you really can. And it's easy for you to be like, I, I know things I drink and I know things, you know, And, and you can kind of shrug off the shit that you do. But don't like don't do that. Don't do that. Don't shrug off your own shit. When something's not working right and you're feeling icky in your body there's something that you're not seeing there's something that you're not seeing that's why in this conversation that I was having with my friend I was like okay we need to take a tea right now something is not right this is feeling super icky and gross I need some time to figure out what my role is in this conversation and then we can come back together and we can talk it out and work it out then okay um so I don't know. That was just another thing. But one last thought about the Mercury retrograde is what is your relationship to gossip? Gossip is a huge one. Um, That's something I used to be like the freaking gossip queen in like, I don't even like elementary, middle, high school. Like I thought it was so cool to gossip. Ugh, it's like I feel disgusted even just like thinking about some of the shit that I've done, which I can do a whole thing on that too. But what I really want to get across here is that there's a difference between gossip and talking about people in a constructive way. You know, it's, it's to stop gossiping doesn't mean that you stop talking about other people. But gossip is like, Gossip has this really gross energy to it. It's like it's judging, it's shaming, it's blaming, it's it's just talking down upon. It's seeing another as um, as someone who doesn't have a, their own shit, their own problems. It's it's looking at someone as if you're perfect and they're they're just whatever, right? Like. It's, it's looking at them as if they, are, they aren't like you. It's looking at them as if, as if you have something and you're better than them. And what I've found to be so interesting is that the people who gossip the most are the ones who are most afraid that other people are talking bad about them. Have you ever noticed that? It's super fascinating and it's projection at its finest you'll hear me talk about projection as it relates to wounded anger 
But it's like anytime you're sitting there judging and criticizing someone else about their behavior or about something that they are doing, what that actually means is that there's a part within yourself that could that is has the potential to do the exact same thing. And we hate that part of ourselves. And so when we see that part of ourselves in another person, we think it's just the most awful, disgusting thing. And we will sit there and we will shame, blame, and judge the shit out of it. When really what we're doing is we're shame, blame, and judging the shit out of ourselves. This is a huge, huge topic. And I'll have to teach more about it. But just as it relates to the Mercury retrograde, watch what you're talking about. Watch the kind of conversations that you're having. And if you are talking about other people, is what you're saying something that you would be okay with that other person finding out that you said? Like that's my, that's my golden rule. It's like if I'm talking about someone else to a friend, to Ryan, to whoever, whatever I'm saying, I'm checking in with myself where I'm like, you know, would I be okay if they found out that I'm saying these things about them, you know? And it's it's powerful ever since I actually, I could do a whole episode on this, but the reason I came up with that rule for myself is because someone did find out that I was talking about her and she called me out on it and I was like, oh my God, like, I am so sorry. We need to talk about this. And I ended up meeting up with her and talking about it. And now she's my best friend. Like She's literally my best friend now. And it all happened because we just decided that we needed to talk about the, the shit that we were like judging and whatever. Like, it's just, I, I love the way that the world works. But she, she really taught me like, you don't talk about people. You don't talk about the shit behind their back that you won't say to their face. You just don't do it. And I'll tell you, your life will radically change even if you just implement that one thing. It's, I, I'm telling you, try it out. Try it on for a week. See how it feels. Let me know what you think. Because I can guarantee that once you, once you stop and then you start doing it again, it doesn't feel good in your body. It doesn't feel good. And that's actually something that a lot of my clients will tell me is that they'll they'll have these up-leveling experiences with me and they're really on this growth path and then they go back to hanging with their friends and their friends are just like gossiping and shit-talking and whatever and they're like, it doesn't feel good. Like, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, you know, you don't need to sit there and blame, shame, and judge them for doing the gossip stuff. Just be like, hey guys, like, I'm not really interested in having this conversation right now. Like, do you think that we could have a different conversation? Like, or just don't even be as direct as that. Just be like, you know, start talking about something else and have a whole different conversation altogether. You know, shift the topic. Right? Like there's there's a bunch of different things that you could do for yourself in situations like that. It just depends on the way that feels best for you. And ultimately, you know, if you're in that situation and, and you don't and you're too scared to, like, say something, just leave. Just be like, you know what, I, guys, I got to go. I can't. I'm not feeling I'm not feeling this right now. And you don't even need to say this or them or whatever. Just be like, you know, guys, I need some, I need some alone time. <laughs> I need alone time, so I'm just going to do my own thing. Um, okay, at this point, I'm just kind of rambling now. But 
I hope that this serves you. I hope that the whole talk about all this communication is something that you greatly benefit from because this is this whole entire conversation that I just had was um, it took me years, years to fully understand and embody this way of being. This isn't something that you just flip a switch and all of a sudden you're able to have great conversations and stop gossiping and stop judging and blah, 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 blah. It's, it's like, it's a process and it's a journey. And like I shared, it's this stuff that, that conversation that I had with my friend where I was, it was my stuff too. That just happened. It's like I'm still here and I'm still refining my communication skills. I'm still refining all of these things. I'm not in a space that's like above not fucking up. So Mercury retrograde ends February 21st, I think. Yeah, February 21st. So during these next couple of weeks, like really just pay attention to your communication. Pay attention to the way that people are receiving you. And if your technology starts freaking out, that's okay. Deep breaths. But then ask yourself, okay, universe, you're fucking up my technology. What am I not seeing here? And just see what happens. See if, you know, you're guided and led to uncovering an aspect of yourself that you previously didn't know. All right, guys, if you got something great out of this podcast, I'd love if you shared it with a friend. And if you want to share with me what your thoughts are, I would love to know. So go ahead and tag me on Instagram at innerbitch.innertruth. And you can also tag at sarahjakiri.nd if you'd like. And until then, I have a great interview lined up for Thursday. So be sure to check back in on Thursday. I'm going to be talking with Dr. Jenny. And she specializes in women's health and more specifically with body positivity, your menses, and sex. So it's a really juicy episode and I'm so excited to launch it. So be sure to come back on Thursday. Okay. Have a great week, guys. Sending you all so much love.